Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on? We're doom scrolling. All right. All right, so the big news yesterday, uh, you were gone, but Tucker Carlson out, yeah. uh, Don Lemon out. And yesterday, the news broke sometime, I don't know, around like 1030 in the morning that Tucker Carlson was done at Fox News. And there wasn't really any information except that he wasn't coming back and Fox News had thanked him for his service. But it wasn't clear if he was fired, if he decided to part ways. Everyone kind of assumed, I think, that he must have been let go because the last thing that he said on Friday show was, I'll see you Monday. So if he was planning on leaving, he certainly right. wasn't planning on any sooner than that. Now, it seems like the media is all just referring to it as him being fired. Carlson anchored the network's highly rated 8 p.m. hour, the top 3 million viewers on an average night. During last night's show, the network acknowledging Carlson's exit. I wish Tucker the best. I'm great friends with Tucker and always will be. Private texts and emails from Carlson emerged, including messages from the star anchor, criticizing Fox executives, disparaging former President Donald Trump, and expressing doubts about some on-air claims about Dominion that were made on Fox. The popular host is also being sued by former Fox producer Abby Grossberg, who accuses both Carlson and Fox News of creating a hostile work environment. Okay, so all that stuff about Dominion was what was being brought up yesterday. Is this because of Dominion? Is it because of those texts that we saw during the... Remember when Dominion uh, was, when the lawsuit was going and they started deposing everyone, there were texts from Sean Hannity, Tucker Mm -hmm. Carlson, different people that work there saying things like, we can't run with this, it's BS. And they're just talking about how the election denialism was a a bad idea. And then I think, I don't remember who was saying what. One of them was like, we need to say, we better say it or we're going to lose viewers to our competition. You know, OAN and Mm -hmm. what's the other one? Newsmax. Newsmax, yeah. Yeah. so that stuff had leaked during that. I say leaked. It didn't leak. It came out during all that stuff for the Dominion trial. Yesterday, I saw there were a lot of different outlets talking about Tucker Carlson gone. Is it because of Dominion? We've reached out to Dominion for a comment, but they don't have a comment. Like, well, I wouldn't expect them necessarily to have a comment on his dismissal. They probably can. But now today, right. But now today, it seems like more outlets are leaning on the, oh, yeah, almost as if they forgot about this other lawsuit against him by that former uh, producer. And we played clips of her, I don't know, whenever she did an interview, I think she did an interview with NBC a month ago, a couple months ago, however long it's been, where she talked about it being a hostile work environment. She said, I don't know if you remember, but she said that things got so bad she called like a crisis management line, like one for you know abused okay. spouses or whatever. Just talking about how it was a terrible place to work, and so she was suing, and she worked for Tucker Carlson, and she's that lawsuit's ongoing. So now it seems like 
they're talking more about that and maybe that having something to do with it. Is it because they lost all this money in the Dominion thing and now they don't want to lose more money in a Tucker Carlson lawsuit separately for this? You know, who knows? But I did see last night people started sharing on Twitter this video from they were saying it was a few months ago. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what everyone seems to be saying. Did you guys see the clip of him on the podcast where he's being interviewed by a podcaster talking about, you know, as I get older, uh, I just start to realize how much I'm, you know, kind of been a part of the problem. Like that when I say things, I, you know, my, my, my words can have consequences. And like, you know, give us examples. He's like, well, you know, like I defended the Iraq war, you know, for a long time. I defended the Iraq war. Like why would, why did I do that? And I know younger generations, you all are more aware of this idea that like, you know, these things that you say can 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 have a big right. impact on people, or whatever. But it's taken me a while. I was very confused by it. And honestly, what people on Twitter were saying, look, it's him saying a while back that he's already having a tough time kind of coming to terms with who he is as a Fox News right leaning anchor or whatever. I'm like, no, I, I listened to that whole thing. And maybe he is. But it also sounded like. He might be saying he's not conspiratorial enough at times, so I didn't think that it was as cut and dry. Okay. When you preface it with Tucker Carlson got fired, now look at this video from a, a few months ago. It all makes sense. Okay, if you're putting those two things together, but if you just watch that video in and of itself, I'm not positive that I even know exactly what he was getting at. And I'm not positive that he wasn't saying maybe that he wasn't conspiratorial enough. Because at one point in that interview, he said, like, you know, people used to question things, and we'd say, oh, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist or whatever, and I'm mad that I used to be that way. And I'm thinking, okay, so are you talking about the Iraq war specifically, or are you talking about in general you wish that? I don't know. So I'm guessing that this all has something to do with Dominion and the lawsuit, but that's, that's all anybody's guessing, and there's no evidence yet, whatever. because Fox hasn't said why they're doing it. He was their biggest show. Which is what we thought. To me, when you see if, what you just told me, he said that that is a simple side with Trump. Trump said over and over again the Iraq War was a mistake. That mm. you know the Bushes were idiots. Like mm. you know he wouldn't have done it. He said it over and over and over again, and people followed him to that side. Mm. Uh, like Tucker Carlson. To me. I think Tucker Carlson is so far into the Trump camp that and Trump continually bashes Fox News now. I think that they think they have to get somebody who's not going to echo the sentiments of Trump or else they're going to be dead in the water. Oh, see, I thought I wondered if it's because because those text messages were released to the public and we saw that he didn't agree you know mm-hmm. some of those people didn't agree with Trump if they stay on at the network and Trump does you know get this campaign going does get reelected whatever that they're afraid of losing more viewers to the competition I think they're afraid of losing viewers say, because Trump will take them elsewhere right exactly because Trump because Trump will say like Tucker Carlson f him he talks trash yeah, on me in those text messages, text messages yeah. yeah stuff like that or is it because of this lawsuit by the producer? I don't, I don't think really that's I think it. so, but right. I think know. it's that they think Trump will take listeners elsewhere, and if they don't have people who will stand up against him and sway those voters, then they're, I think they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So if you're just echoing Trump, you're a Trump guy, you're a Trump guy, and then Trump gets on TV and says your network sucks, you don't have any point of differentiation. Right. Nothing. And you've got these you've got text nothing. messages, which could be enough for Trump to say. But I think he already guy. has. Right, I don't know what he said specifically. Right. Since he clearly doesn't he, like him. He and Sean yeah. Hannity are such buddies, but yeah. I don't remember exactly what the Sean Hannity texts were. I'm, I'm, 
there were multiple texts from people that worked there that all came out within a couple of days. Maybe it was all the same day. And I don't remember who said what now. I, I seem to recall Tucker being the one that was like, we can't run with this, can right. we? Right? Yeah, he said a lot of disparaging things about Trump. Yeah. Well, but didn't Hannity too? I think so. It's, and Hannity's supposed to be like his, yeah. his guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Joe Biden, he's in the news because he made his official announcement for uh, re-election. He's going to campaign for re-election. He's running for a second term, and he put a video on the Internet and everything. And this is our moment. This morning, Joe Biden is making it official, asking Americans to give him another four years. Let's finish this job. I know we can. Freedom, personal freedom, is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. The president does not call out his Republican opponents by name, but he takes them on. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms. So democracy depends on it, folks. Have you heard that one before? Democracy depends on it. You gotta get this guy reelected. It's one thing that every election for the last however many years has been. Democracy depends on it. it's the most important election. It will be. Not Always. just it's been the it's most important every lifetime. Time. It's going to be. It's I don't see how they'll time. ever get more it's important. the most important thing in the world. Ones in the future. And I'm not saying that they aren't Nothing's right. ever totally mattered important. until now. But it, the way that it's been sold, like, future ones, there's no way that they could be as important no, as this one right now. No, here. This is the And you could one. say, no, that's not what they're saying. They're just saying that each year it becomes more and more important or each election cycle. And okay, whatever. But when every time it's every it's me, time. or but you know what? You look back at the history of presidential elections, and the truth is, you had the who you know when someone gets a phone call at midnight, whatever that was, the 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 girl with the flower petals and the nuclear explosion in the background. Mm-hmm. That's it's not like it's a new thing to say, right. hey, it's me, or you know, I'm not saying death, but you know, right? There's a mushroom cloud over there, and I'm guessing you know. Probably not. Something I think you'd like to a see. lot of times it can be hyperbolic. I do think there's one coming up. If you get more conservative Supreme Court justices, you're done. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, you're it's done. already. But I mean, you're already there. Point. But you got to hope some people retire. Right. And you got to hope that you can even the court. If you're not able to even the court, and there's another four years of Trump, yeah, mm-hmm. and he gets to put one to two more Supreme Court justices in, it really could be. I know it sounds crazy, but it could be. Yeah, it, it's, it's, if it's not the most important, it's well, up there. I think the fact if he gets that, to put two more Supreme Court justices in, they've then already, they're, they're the way of life. If you like that way of life, congratulations. If you know it bothers you, you're in trouble. Yeah, and it, you, it already worked. I mean, they they warned people against this when they said, "I don't really like Hillary." Okay, yeah, but what about the Supreme Court? Right. And and so to those people who were like, "Yeah, whatever." Right. I feel like you got the evidence now. Look right. at what's happened. Here it is. Those things you're like, that probably won't happen. It happened. Right. Look at the people on the Supreme Court. Right. Look at that picture of them. It wasn't there. a time where you could just, you know, there was a time where a conservative or a Democrat could win. He didn't really know yeah. what the judge was going to do and how they would rule. That's not the case anymore. And, to, you know, and that is different than 15 years ago. Yeah. That is different than when Nixon ran against Kennedy. It is more important now because you know straight up this is how it's going to go. This is going to how this is how it's going to go. Yep. And before it ever gets up. right. Well, I mean obviously with the exceptions of the things like uh the Jack Daniels versus the dog toys, but we're talking big picture stuff no, here. The yeah, big ones we know, we know what they're going to do and we're scared. Now, I will be honest, with the the Mifepristone thing, I was scared. I didn't know for sure. Right. The whole thing seems so ridiculous to me. Just the basis, the idea that this federal judge had said, "Yeah, the FDA should have never approved this." I did the way that that was explained to me. You could say it was just explained to me by too many people in the liberal media, but it just didn't make any sense. So I was a little worried, though, that the Supreme Court might say, "Yeah, well, 
doesn't have to make sense. It's about being anti-choice or pro-life or whatever. And so that's that's why we're going to go along with this federal judge. But they didn't, so that was good. Uh, Brian Koberger, is that his name? Boy, mm-hmm. I haven't said his name in a while. Brian yeah. Koberger, the suspect in the Idaho murder uh, killings. How many people were killed? Four? Four. Four people. Boy, boy. So did you see Snowcone? You've been following this case. Or yeah, you not did. so much lately, but yeah. Well, there was big uh, big news today, uh, last night. So I think it was today, about the upcoming trial. So remember there was a girl who lived on the first floor, and she survived. Yep. So then I think the... Bethany the, Funk. There you go. He knows her name. Mm-hmm. So the people that were killed lived on the second and third floor. Does that sound right? Or was it just all on the second floor? I think they no, said in this, it was second and third floor. It was second and third. She was on the first floor when they released all that stuff in Discovery, the warrant, and mm-hmm. there was information about her seeing him, right? Or she, oh, that's she a saw different someone. girl. Oh, she, that's a different girl? Yeah, that... Uh, the girl that saw him walking towards him and closed the, the door? Floor. That was Dylan oh. I want to say. Okay, so I thought this was the girl that had seen him. At some point. But anyhow, this girl survived. She's the only one who survived, There's right? There's two that survived. Who lived in the building? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well, then this girl's one of them who survived, and I'm glad that you're here. Brian Koberger and his attorney have basically subpoenaed her and said, you're going to have to testify mm-hmm. in court for us. We want you to testify because for some reason, we don't know why, they seem to think that she could help hmm. exonerate him or help his case somehow. No one that I've seen has, has come up with any type of decent speculation really as weird. to how or why. But I did see that the prosecution is saying, like, this shouldn't be allowed. I don't know why it wouldn't be allowed exactly, I don't, but I'm not yeah. a lawyer. This morning, one of two survivors of the Idaho College murders fighting back after suspect Brian Koberger's legal team subpoenaed her to testify. The survivor's attorney calling the subpoena improper, saying Koberger's legal team has no authority to summon her for the preliminary hearing. Koberger is charged with murdering four of her friends in the early morning hours of November 13th. The victims found on the second and third floor of the home, while she was on the first. So maybe that's it just because it's a oh, preliminary so it was, hearing? So that was the other one. Okay. So it was the girl I was thinking of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she didn't see anything. She was on the first floor and didn't see anything or hear anything from what I know. The girl on the second floor who survived saw him, allegedly. Okay. God, I. so there was two girls that survived? Yeah. Okay, well, anyhow, I, the only thing I can figure, when they said that it's not allowed, maybe because it's just a preliminary hearing, but I assume that uh, when you go to trial, trial, that if you say, hey, I want to call this person, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know how that works. All I, I'm very, very curious about what his defense is going to be. Yeah, I have no Because idea. no one has any idea what his defense is going to be. There seems to be a lot of evidence, evidence against him. Yeah. But and I did hear someone actually just within the last week talking about this idea of, well, you know, maybe he was seen around. It seemed weak. But for him to just say, I didn't do it, I'm innocent. I would assume he's not going to testify. But Mm -hmm. that's safe to assume in most cases like this. So what's left is what will his defense be? And the only thing we know so far, other than now wanting to call this girl to testify, is when he was arrested in Pennsylvania. He had that lawyer up there temporarily to Mm -hmm. deal with that Mm -hmm. and that he told that lawyer basically I'm pleading not guilty. And that I, he, the lawyer might have even said back then that he told them I'm going to plead not guilty or I'm innocent. I don't mm-hmm. recall which. They've just been that, – that was it for a long time. And then eventually it was like, hey, it's going go to gonna go to trial, and he says he didn't do it. How? Yeah, there's a lot of evidence I, from what we've seen. Right. When does it start? There could be more. We haven't. We, how long? I mean uh, – I think preliminaries in June. Okay. When did it happen? Was it two years November, ago November, 
No, it, it was November, November of last year. year. Yeah. Okay, God, if you told me that that was if that 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 happened at the end of twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one, I would have believed you. Seems like a long time, but I guess it's because we talked about it. I mean, they, it was in the news every single mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. for how long did it take to catch them? Uh, it was like a month and a half or so. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Like maybe eight weeks, somewhere around there. Yeah, and people like, are like, "Oh, they're December. not going to catch them." It's like, no. It hasn't been that long yet. Yeah. And then after that, it, things kind of quieted out. And now we're not hearing much anymore. Yeah, so. it's waiting for preliminary. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back, finish Doom Scrolling. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Finishing Doom Scrolling, my All right. man. A 20 year old Colorado woman was killed after a rock was thrown through her car windshield. Apparently, there was a string of uh, incidents where. Rocks were thrown at cars, and anytime I hear that, I assume that it's like an overpass, right? Those right. stories that you've heard. There was one, a story that I know because I've seen it in true crime things. It happened in Detroit. I yeah, want to say it was like course. in the 80s, and they, they, I think they threw it off of a bridge, but then the guys who threw it, if I recall correctly, actually went up to the girls whose car had been uh, hit, and they were like, oh, what happened, and offered them help. So the mom... Or the the one of the victims called her mom and said, "Hey, you know, our car got hit with a rock or something like that." But these guys right. came and they offered us help, so they're going to help us out. And it turns out they were the ones who threw the rock. In this instance, when they showed the video of where this took place, it looked like just a long stretch of country road and there's no bridge there. So they're not sure if the rocks were thrown from over, like in the ditch off the side of the road, or if they were thrown from a passing car. I would assume, just based on what it looked like, it. I would think it would have to be from a passing car. But this one girl uh, hits her windshield, and she swerved off the road, and she died. It's not clear to me whether or not she died from the accident after swerving off the road or if the rock hit her and that caused her death. This morning, four Colorado police departments are trying to find out who's behind a dangerous rock-throwing spree targeting multiple victims and killing 20-year-old Alexa Bartell. Authorities say Bartell's car veered off the road after a large rock was hurled at her windshield. The incident that we are investigating is, in fact, a homicide. And then you wonder the person who did it, like, was it a kid? Did did they think this might kill someone? Because it could be that somebody perfectly aware of the danger and they're like, yeah, I mean, look, people murder people, so it's possible. Right. But whenever I see a story like this, I I assume that it... It's probably a, a teenager who a wasn't thinking things wrong, through, yeah. right? And like, oh, we'll throw this rock. And, and it'll then it mess up their someone. car, and you don't think it's going to kill and someone. And that's it. It's just going to be vandalism or whatever. And now, and they, I mean, I think it's safe to assume that these police departments, they look like they're pretty close together. They had several of these incidents happen close together. So it's probably the same people doing it or the same person doing it. But this girl was on the phone with her friend. When she when the car got hit by the rock and the friend who was on the phone with her just said that the, the line she was talking and then all of a sudden the line went silent. So she didn't say that she heard the uh, accident. She just said that the line right. went silent. and That was it. I don't know if you heard the news, but uh, I'm having a bit of a Mandela moment today because mm. I really thought that we had talked about Harry Belafonte passing away a couple years ago, mm. a year ago. But he just passed away. Ninety six years old. Um People know who Harry Belafonte is. Maybe sure. they don't. I don't know, actually. We have sad news just in. Music icon and civil rights activist Harry Belafonte has died. Belafonte's spokesperson said he died of congestive heart failure at his home in New York. A child of Caribbean immigrants, Belafonte turned out hits like Deo and Shake Shake Sonora. Mm. He turned that fame into a successful career on screen. 
He became the first African-American to ever win an Emmy and won a Tony Award for his work on Broadway. He also spoke at civil rights protests and rallies and helped organize the March on Washington in 1963. Harry Belafonte was 96 years old. You like Harry Belafonte? I mean, sure. Did your mom listen to him? Seemed like a nice guy. No. Oh. Did you ever listen to him? No. Mm. You? I kind of like some of those songs. I must have had uh, like a Greatest Hits album really? or something. Like the, uh, is it Angelina? Angelina, Angelina. Okay. Please throw it down. I think a lot of those songs were about being out at sea and stuff, and I didn't understand what a lot of it meant, but I thought the songs were catchy. And of course, I would guess that a, a large swath of Gen Xers and young millennials were probably introduced to him from uh, Beetlejuice, right? Because I think they used... I've never seen it. You've never seen it? I've never seen Beetlejuice. I think they're making a sequel, but that's another one of those things, too, that, boy, I thought... seems like they've been talking about that for a long time, and I don't see any trailers for a sequel, so I'm not positive that that thing is being made. Danny Masterson is back on trial. We mentioned this earlier. His first trial ended in a hung jury. That was, like, five months ago. It was... It didn't take them a year or two or three or four to right. decide whether or not to take him back to trial. I guess they must have known immediately. And we talked to Tony Ortega, an old friend of ours that we've yes. known for like 20 years, on the Toxic and Problematic podcast during the trial, the week of the trial. So whenever that was, or I think it was the week of the trial, he was there. He'd been following it every single day. And, um, of course, you know, a lot of the stuff that, I, well, I would say most of what Tony has covered over the years has been um, – Scientology over the last 15 yeah, years sure. or however long it's been now, he's ended up in those documentaries, the HBO documentaries and the Leah Rimini documentaries and all that stuff. One thing I thought was interesting this morning when they were talking about Danny Masterson's new trials, they made it sound like this would be different because this time around the judge was going to allow expert testimony on Scientology. Opening statements began the rape retrial of actor Danny Masterson, the former That 70s Show star is accused of raping three women between 2001 and 2003. The retrial comes five months after a deadlocked jury led to a mistrial. So the presiding judge is now allowing expert testimony on the Church of Scientology, of which Masterson is said to be a member. If convicted, he faces up to 45 years in prison. I mean, the way mm. she said that, like, the judge is now allowing. Right. Are she saying, like, right now that's what's happening as we speak? Or it sounded to me like she's saying this time around the, the judge, judge is allowing. Why didn't he allow it last time? I don't know. Maybe they're like, hey, uh, I don't know if it's, is it the same judge? Do you get mm. a new judge when you have Hong No idea. I don't know. But, boy, I'm with you. That's one where when you're in the, the, the defendant's seat there. Right. You're like, why do you keep like, doing this? I hope we get a, a, a hung jury. Like, if you're a lawyer saying, let's just pray for a hung jury. Right. Then you get a hung jury. Then what you're really hoping is that the prosecutors are like, yeah, we don't feel confident taking this thing back to trial. Sometimes they will say, we've seen documentaries before where the prosecutors said, we've decided we will not seek to. But it's rare. It's right. rare that they actually come out and say, we've decided that we're not going to uh, retry this person. They almost always either say, we're going to do it, and we're going to do it as soon as we can, or they say, we don't know. It's still on the table. Like, right. And I understand Forever, that part, right. but... I guess you I just don't see how it's not it's like, double jeopardy. I really don't. I mean, if you've got a majority of people, if it, let's say the 11 out of the 12 are like, hey, you know what? He's guilty. And then you got one who's like, well, I'm not saying that he's guilty. I understand that that's, that's different than being exonerated. Right. Those but, matter, I, but those are the rules. What are the rules? I mean, that should, I mean, that's what I don't understand. Those should be the rules. That's if one person like says rules. no, then it should be not guilty. Or you shouldn't be able to try me again. You, the rules are you got to get 11 or 12 people to say he's guilty. Right. If not, then there's reasonable doubt. I mean, how can there not be? 
But they're like, oh, it's just one person, so we'll try them again, and we'll try 12 new people. There should and then if that doesn't work, we'll try 12 new people. I mean, come on. I do think there should be some sort of a limit. I also don't understand, what are those... Um, limit should be one. Prove your case. That's are, your job. What are those backup right? jurors Find the truth. For? You couldn't do it. When they had those, like, when the Alec Murdoch trial ended, they brought in the jurors, and oh, they yeah. talked about bringing, oh, we had the alternate juror because we had yeah. to relieve one of the jurors. So those other jurors, those alternates, I don't know how many there are in a yeah. trial on average, but they sit there, they're watching the trial, right? And then yeah. that way, if one of the jurors gets dismissed, yeah. they say, okay, we're going to bring this person in. Right. Now, if you, and I'm asking this question because I don't know, if you're going to the judge and you're saying, hey, we can't, we're, you know, we got one person back here, and this one person. They can't just, get dismissed you, for that. Right. No, I know. But if they said, uh, I mean, I would hope that you couldn't get dismissed for that. I don't that think would be they bad. Can. But if you said, like, this person's being unreasonable, he's not listening, he's causing a ruckus, whatever, I just wonder, is that a way that they could try to, well, we didn't dismiss him because he, uh, you know, wasn't agreeing with the rest of the jurors. Well, it was maybe. because he was causing a problem. I don't know what the rules are with those alternates. Right. And I also don't know, it, maybe there is a limit to how many times you can try someone, but I don't think so. I think if, the, if it's hung jury they can just keep doing it and keep doing it seems it, unreasonable it was weird too because with the uh, the danny masterson trial they acted like they really thought that he was going to be found guilty even though this right. stuff happened a long time ago that you had a lot of witnesses and wasn't someone involved from it was uh one of the people who who accused i don't know if she was actually one of the official accusers though but wasn't it the guy from mars Volta's yeah mars Volta's wife? cedric's wife and, and was she part of this she was, that, I don't know if she was one of the was three, one but of the she was an accuser. Okay. And he had to testify. Well, if he testified, then she must have been yeah. one of the accusers, yeah. right? So, And I don't remember how long it took last time either. Uh, and I also don't know who that expert is going to be that's giving the testimony on Scientology. I was like, well, for, for Danny's sake, I would hope that it's not someone like Tony Ortega or Leah Remini. Well, I'm sure I mean? they will. They're going to let testimony right, do. Then right. it's going to be one of those who people who are an bad. expert. But... I, you know, as we've seen over and over again, Scientology will throw money to have another expert. The defense is going to be able to call an expert then. Sure. And have people come in who say they're part of Scientology, right? Yep. And that they don't do any of this stuff. They don't know what these people are talking about. It's religious persecution. I mean, they'll be able to do that. Did you see the viral video of the guy being arrested by police officers in Arkansas because he pierced his son's ear? Mm-mm. All the tweets just said, this is, you know, police overreach. Look at what the police are doing. This guy is in trouble for piercing his son's ear, who's, who's a minor. Uh, they don't say, at least in the articles that I read, they did not say how old he was. It's made, made it sound like he was a teenager, yeah, but they didn't give an exact like it was age. Like 14 or 15. Maybe. Yeah, somewhere around there, like in high school, because there was a school resource officer. So that's where this whole thing starts, apparently. Is Everyone sees the this video go viral, I guess, yesterday, day before, and you just see this guy being... Uh, arrested and kind of you know fighting with these police officers supposedly over this ear piercing like well what the hell is going on here well i guess originally what had happened was a school resource officer said that this kid the son he had heard the son at school saying my dad got drunk put me in a chokehold and okay well that's different and pierced my (laughs) ear right and pierced my ear so these he alerted you know other cops whatever i don't know if he was an actual cop or what but alerted the police so the police are like we're gonna go check this out if I get the story right, the police go, they talk to him, they leave, but then they get information, and I assume that this comes from other people in the department or whatever, and they say, hey, you know, uh, they this guy did break a law. Even if the son is saying now, hey, I wanted my ear pierced, his dad still is not supposed to do it without a license. So you can't oh. give tattoos or piercings without uh, a, a license, and it's actually a class 
D felony or class okay. three felony, something like that. But it was technically a felony. So when they come back, the police are like, all right, listen, we do have you did break the law and we do have reason to talk to you. You're not talking to us. You're not cooperating with us. So we're going to arrest you. seems like that's where that TikTok video kind of picks up is once things have already been argumentative for some time. What are y'all doing? Why are y'all for what? Body art without a license. This is ridiculous. Piercing his son's ear without a license. Takes four cops coming into my house without permission. He got a pierced ear by his dad. I wanted my ears pierced. Cuffs on this boy for nothing. Look, you can see how this thing could go wrong. Why did the kids say that originally? About him getting, about his dad being drunk and he put him in trouble? Don't know. Don't know. But also, what if this, so what if the kid's joking around in front of his friends like, yeah, my dad, you know, it hurt, but my dad just got got drunk and put me in a chokehold and, you know, pierced pierce right, me. Right, he's trying me. to make it tougher right, sound, to sound. Make it sound like, you know, I guess. Like or are they like, why'd you get it? And they're noteworthy. making fun of him. And he's like, you know, well, my dad did it. He got drunk and put me in right a chokehold. There. I mean, there's several reasons why he could do it. He was drunk. He could also be telling the truth and then scared of his father once the cops came. Reportedly, or the cops come to the that, house and he's scared his father yes. is going to go to jail, so right. he recants hey, his story. I wanted I mean, the piercing. Right, plenty of different reasons why he could be lying or telling the truth. Exactly, and so the quote was here, according to the article, uh, the person heard him say that his dad was drunk and put him in a chokehold and shoved the piercing in his ear. So, got that part right. Right now, I'm with you. You could say when the police get there, I wanted the piercing because you're scared. You don't want your right. parents to know that you said something bad about you. You don't want your parents to get in trouble. You don't want your dad to go to jail. But also, as the police, if someone at school hears this and they say, hey, I heard this kid saying that uh, his dad got drunk, put him in a chokehold and pierced his ear. We need to send someone over there to do a, you know, like, well, like, let's, let's make sure everything's okay with those kids and, and that dad. And they go over there and the dad's like, I'm not talking to you. And I'm, again, I'm just hypothesizing here. But he's like, right. what are you doing here? This is ridiculous. I'm not going to talk to you. And they go back and like, listen, we didn't really get an answer. And someone says, well, I, I'm worried about this kid I'm, because of stuff I've heard him say at school. And they say, well, there is this a law is that he where broke. I think like the defund the police thing was smart. Right. And I think they, it was just such a bad name. They should have called it refund the police. Reorganize. Refund. Yes. Like, you know, like it's a good thing because certainly the police probably aren't equipped to deal with this. And I'm not saying they should be. Right. Like, right. What, where's Child Protective Services? Where's a social worker that can go in and check out the house? And see if the kid is in any danger. What's the house I'm look like? I'm shocked that it like, wasn't a social worker. Like, why are the cops? You know, I get the cops going over the first time. Once a dad gives you a hard time, you're like, hey, look, you know, we're not equipped to go in there and you know start arresting people. So send in child protective services and a social worker and see exactly what's going on in the house. We've got a complaint that there was child abuse. The complaint is the kid told the resource officers, dad put him in a chokehold and gave him a piercing. We went there. We can't prove it or not prove it. The kid's saying it didn't happen, so send over a social worker. Send over Child Protective Services. I don't understand. Like, why are we still doing this? I, I'm, my, the so only, like, hey, he did break the law, so let's charge him with something else. Everyone knows that's stupid. The only part where I differ with you a little bit, I guess, is I'm surprised that when a resource officer says that either this kid told him or he overheard this kid saying it, I'm surprised that they don't send a social worker. Like, that doesn't seem like the yeah, police right. matter at first, like, hey, 
Listen, you know, um, well, you need I to talk police, to your son. If they say there's child abuse going on in the house, the police probably go over. Yeah, I guess. If, if they right? Think it's and then like I think once right they now. get there and something's not right, then, you know. No, but instead the cops go over there to talk to him about allegedly piercing his right. son's ears. And then they try to investigate the matter further, but the dad refused to let them talk to the son, which at that point I think you're like, hey, why, why isn't he letting us talk to the son? Maybe there is right. something going on here. Maybe we should be worried. And said, you know, I'm not going to speak to any officials. And I don't know what officials means. That could be that they're social workers that you know, right. they wanted him to talk to as well. So then, you know, they come back and the prosecutor's office or whoever is like, listen, you – we, if we need to investigate this further, if we're worried, here's how right. we get him. He was he was performing. What, what did they call it? It's like performing body, body art, art without a, without a license. license. Yeah, which is a uh, uh, felony. And see, he was booked in the Washington County Detention Center. Later released on a surprised it's a felony? bond. I don't know. No. Yet. I don't just know. because I think if you, I mean, own I think shop. it's obviously you own a shop, you don't have a license, mm-hmm. and you're doing it. That would be that to me that's fair. Yeah, people yeah. probably get sick. You know, there's probably a lot of uh, things you it's have to go through thing. and yeah. sign up. You know, and make sure that your place is clean and all those other things. Yep, I, I totally agree. I thought the same thing. It's if you're running a shop or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're doing it without yeah. a license. That's bad because it is a risky thing in the right, sense of that you, know, you can. You get really sick from this, and it's right. a, kind of a procedure that's going on. So that's why we have these safeguards in place. Same with why we have food safety inspectors and all that stuff. Speaking of which, by the way, uh, Pennsylvania, did you guys see that teenager who worked at the grocery store? There's grocery stores in Pennsylvania called Giant. Yeah. And um, he worked at a Giant store, mm-hmm. and I guess he was taking needles, like sewing needles, and sticking them into food, like um, oh God. yeah, like mm. Hostess cakes Shoppers and stuff. Shoppers in Lehigh County, beware! State police say a worker at a giant in Lower McCunji Township put sewing needles in several items, including yeah. bagged vegetables and individual tasty cake packages. State police say the teen will face charges. That worker has since been fired. Okay, bagged vegetables, wow. individual case. Tasty cakes. I saw someone say that he's putting them in sponges too, but I don't know if that's true. But that's just that to me is one of those old urban legends you hear about yeah, Halloween. Yeah, really you don't think no one's really putting needles in food. And again, kind of brings us back to the rock through the windshield thing. The kid who's putting these needles in bags of food does is he dumb? Does he not realize no, how I serious this is? I think that's even worse than the rocks. I know people are going to really? call me crazy. Yeah, because I think. The rock thing, it, at least you could say, I thought it was just going to mess up their car. Vandalism, yeah. If you put a needle in yeah. a Twinkie, you're, that, you're, there's no, bad. like, I thought he would just look at it and be like, whatever. No, you know that they're going to put like that. Right. There's no other option there. There's no other, I thought it would just hit the hood of their car. Right. I thought it would scare them. This is, no, it's going to, they're going to swallow it and hurt themselves. Yeah, and it could be real bad. That's right. that's way worse than putting an attack on teacher's chair. At least then you just get poked in the ass. But to, right. the idea of like having to, you know, you oh, bite sure. on a needle or if you swallow it. Right. Oh, my God. Like, that kid should be in a lot of trouble. But also, knowing absolutely nothing about this kid, they didn't say anything about the kid. Just imagine, you guys are parents. You think oh, your you know, kid, the kids yeah, are good, yeah. everything's going fine, you, you, you know, you, your kids seem like they're smart and mature for those, they don't get in trouble, and then something like that. They get a job, and, and well. suddenly the police are at your house, and you're like, huh? Like your son put needles. Now, at that point, you're thinking, who talked them into this? Who, what, what friends, because you won't think it's your kid's idea, you're, you think somebody convince him to do this but who why and i thought my kid was smarter than this yeah i can well, I mean, imagine two things or 
everything's going good, your kid's fine, and he bites into a Twinkie oh, right. with a needle into yeah. it, right? Lose way worse, yeah. yeah. Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.